Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Fat Peeps podcast, episode eight, here with us, the Fat Peeps. I am Joey Biscacci, one of your hosts, here with PJ. Hello. Uh, we also have Garrick, I believe, is somewhere there. Hello. And we have, of course, cameraman John. Oh, hello, please. And for the first time ever, we have Sarah. Oh, hello. Uh, Who is this person? Yeah, it's uh, PJ's wife. And also she uh, helps us out uh, by hanging out in the chat and moderating on uh, John's streams. Yes, yes. Hello. (laughs) She's also our sunshine in Minecraft. Oh, right. So don't forget that. She is our son. God, she's the son in Minecraft. We we tell our days by the the rise and and descent of the Sarah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yay. Um, Yeah, so of course the Fat Peeps podcast is a show all about different things in like nerdy culture, nerdy media. And we got a bunch of great topics today. But before we go into our topics, we got a fun little uh, icebreaker topic. We call it a diddly do in the business. Yep. Oh. And that is how often has everybody been shaving? Wait, what? As of recently. Serious? As of recently. Since since we've all been inside. Right. How often have you guys been uh shaving? Like what do you mean shaving like face or other places? Whatever you want. Just in general. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever you normally shave that you might not be shaving right now. Oh, wow. I shave every day. <laughs> well, that's simple, that's simple answer. I cannot <laughs> deny nor confirm that that information. Oh, you kind you kind of confirmed some things just by saying that. Mm-hmm. I can. Um, I've been shaving my face like I don't know three, three every three or four days. Let go. He did go. What did you go like a week or two without yeah, like it though? And, and you almost it's died. So itchy. I don't get how people grow facial hair. It's like you itchy. ignore it's it. It's really not. It doesn't itch that bad. Oh, it does. It's really not. Like my. I guess it's my neck hair. Maybe I just have neck folds and just like kind of. Okay, so gets neck. There, you know? <laughs> neck. That's different. That's different. Like the yeah. neck hair, for whatever reason, tends to be way more. Like irritated. Yeah, I think it's because it, like true. rub against clothing and right. like your neck and stuff. Or, like, and and it's trying to tell you not to down. be a neck beard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I just I still so gotta, shave, you know. So it's, it's I'm still shaving, right. just just the neck. So I feel like if I'm right. shaving, I might as well just get rid of the everything else. Everything. There's else. some logic behind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I See, mean I wouldn't just shave my neck. That's for damn sure. Oh no! I definitely will go in and just trim my neck up. Oh, that's yeah. too much work. Oh, uh, like trim. Trim my neck and kind of like trim the like cheek beard, and then I'll get it because like my mustache will get really annoying where it'll start like interfering with eating. Oh no, and that's no fun. <laughs> you gotta save it for later, Jerry. That's so, that's called the yeah. uh, the save bits, right? Um, it's like so, <laughs> no, Joey's gonna be on fleek up. for the grams. We Wait, already does know that. Joey have facial hair, <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, I have a lot of facial hair. Oh, okay. We got to see that I later. Have... I actually haven't seen you in years. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I still imagine yeah. you as a yeah. naked, naked face. <laughs> um, yeah. I just remember long-haired Joey. <laughs> oh, I still have long hair. 
it's mostly pulled into a bun and in a beanie nowadays. But oh, man bun, nice! Oh, you got a yogi yes. in there. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so hot. Message Joey on Instagram. All right. DM me. Slide in them DMs. So hot. Um, Slide them deep. How about how about yeah. you, Garrick? Oh well, I used to shave every other day. Now I'm down to shaving every three or four days. Oh, yeah, that's not even scale. Oh, I know. Well, it just yeah, it starts. I I've tested it. If it starts feeling weird after a while, just to have scruff. I mean, right. being clean shaven because I'm Asian. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the last day that I shaved prior. So I shaved today, which Sarah didn't even notice. And hey, hey, hey. Went, like when she noticed, she shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It 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 was like, oh, you did that. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um. So it's baby face PJ now. Uh, semi. I left. Yeah. I can never like completely baby face it anymore. <laughs> it irritates me too much. Oh, then, like when it's growing in, it gets itchier. Um, so I actually had a full on homeless beard. He looks like a homeless man for a little I bit. I did definitely. Yeah. My hair's long now, so it makes it even worse, but not like super long. It's just at the scruff point where I'm starting to get the Jufro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so the last time I shaved prior to that, I believe was before it was like my last day of Sharkies or last two weeks of Sharkies. So when was that? That was March 9th. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so and I must have shaved. I usually shaved every two weeks when I was working there. So it was probably like the end of February that I had shaved last. So oh it, it was it's been over a month, like a month and a half right now. You should have donated your beard hair. <laughs> I could have. I could have definitely um, gave hair to a small child that had come out of the womb that was self-conscious about the balding. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? I had that much hair on my face. I but, really uh, don't understand how I didn't notice. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I just said, like, I, she's, she's sitting there and I was like, uh, did you notice anything else today? And then she was just like, no. And I said, are you sure? And it was a few seconds before she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it hit her. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's the shaving for the week. Uh, John, did you want to go into the next discussion? I know you're passionate about this uh, one. Pokemon Go. Who's who's uh, Joe, you play Pokemon Go, right? I do. Have I you, do play uh, Pokemon Go. Have you played during this whole uh, quarantine situation? No, not oh, very really? much. Uh, not even like drive around the block? Mm-hmm. Like I'll yeah, every once in a while I will uh I, I have one of those Pokeball uh pluses. Right. That will spin Pokestops for you I have automatically. Not used that in forever I need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just uh throw that on my belt and jump in the car and do like a loop okay. near cool. just near some Pokestops. Yeah. But That's like smart. I haven't I haven't really been consistent on it because I don't care enough. And yeah. it's just like like Pokemon don't spawn enough near me. Really? And like where I live, I would have to like go to locations to get Pokemon. Mm. And you can't really do that right now. So, yeah, you it's know. still a little dead in the water yeah. out here. I haven't seen a yeah. single Pokemon spawn <laughs> well, out that's, here. That's your location. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm I mean, just pissed, okay? Yeah. I was promised more Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, last DJ time... wants his Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I don't remember promising you more Pokemon. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. It was Niantic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but last week we talked about their their kind of changes they're going to do for 
to help us out, you know, playing at home and stuff like so that. So what have they done for that? The uh, only thing I saw was in the store or like if you add them as a friend, they put out a friend code yeah, on there's Twitter. Yeah, a lot of store stuff. There's, uh, there's they battles. gave Pokeballs and stuff yeah. like that. And then for, uh, I think it was one cent or one gold coin, you get 20 great Ultra Balls and some berries, which that's cool, yeah. but... So it doesn't help yeah. because I don't have anything to catch with those things. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. they they change. I think the um the items, the one pokey pokey coin shop thing every week or something like that. But I think the biggest yeah, thing that's they did, on the weekly rotation. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the biggest thing they changed. Well, it wasn't that big, I guess. It was the interaction with the gyms. They doubled the distance. Still um, yeah. It it doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't really upset. help. It doesn't help at all. Like I. And even like admittedly in the uh, like blog post that they put for it, they didn't say it's to help like players who are playing from home. They said it's to help players like social distance, distance better yeah. so they can stand farther away from each other oh. in the gyms. Yeah, which so okay, yeah, I kind of get sense. That's still it shitty, sense, but it's like because yeah, uh, where's my pocket stop? And that's the thing is they they did send uh, I believe it it was an email that I saw it and. Uh, a while back saying that they're gonna like in the future be implementing things that allow you to just fully play from home thing like like doing raids from home even yeah, i'm gonna have to try to uh yeah remote like a pass or something gym, cool. i believe right for what that they're gonna eventually do that where you can get remote access to the gyms near you i mean that'd be cool i mean even i feel um, like they should I saw just, something about that i thought they should just let us be able to you know like um spin or going to gyms that we can see, you know, on our on screen. Yeah, that I'm that, still fucked on that, but you know. yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't yeah. help a lot of people. Still, but. still ten miles away from a, yeah. uh, a gym and or stop. Right. But at least you can like park in a mm-hmm. parking lot and still kind of reach a far away gym. That's that true, right? Or something like that. I can hide. That's what I thought they're going to do. From but all the people, guess not. Um, I, they just need to make a, po- a pocket stop. Like seriously, yeah, uh, pocket it, stop. Pocket you stop. make. A stop at the location that you choose. You can't pick it up. It's stuck there. Yeah. For and a couple days everybody for gets day. one. Yeah. Just like Spider-Man. And that's it. You you put that down. You can use it. I would just put it here at the house. If you ever move out of that house, it doesn't fucking matter. The next person has your pokey stop. Mm-hmm. Just something for right now. Yeah. And then what they can do is after all this ha- goes down, like you could just eliminate those. Anything that wasn't established prior gone so i don't know there's there's ways that they could fix it especially for people like us that are stuck out here in the middle of nowhere but how easily they can implement that and make it change for afterwards like we talked about last time um it's all a discussion but i can't play the game right now essentially like at least the catching aspect of it and like i'm out of gifts i just sent out my last gifts today and i feel bad because now people are still sending me gifts and i can't give it back yeah um but i guess the battling maybe i'll get into the battling system a little bit more uh, i haven't tried any of the new features they put into that have you john yeah it's uh, it's just your normal pokemon go battle it's not that great i mean i'm not into it other people might be in into it but yeah i played right quite out. a bit of it <clears throat> okay um i i have i have like pretty good pokemon so nice. um yeah i have i have pretty good stats in it um but it's it's very like it's sometimes it seems like there's lag 
and you lose matches that you shouldn't lose. Yeah, I've and I've like that, that that like really doesn't feel good. That's true. I can get that. Um, but yeah, so that's the Pokemon Go stuff for today. Hopefully, they'll give us more uh, soon, so I can stop bitching so much about the fact that I can't play it. <laughs> Or play I don't think they're well. gonna like uh, help rule players. Uh, I need yeah. it. I've been playing since day one. I deserve this shit. <laughs> that's been yeah. That's been the problem since day one too. So they haven't really done much. Well, I used to not live here, so oh, I that's didn't true. care as much. <laughs> but now it was you do so easy there. to play where we lived. Yeah, yeah, we could walk outside of the door, go get a coffee, and we have all the Pokestops right there in front of us. Like if we still lived where we were at before, it would be perfect. We could walk outside the house and hit the Pokemon Gym because it was right there. Like I would just yeah. be able. To, I probably could even hit it from the window at this point. Mm-hmm. Damn it anyhow that, that way i get less salty on this situation um next topic sports going viral uh or virtual sorry so uh as of recently our friend tim pointed out uh that nascar is one of the the primary ones doing it but they're bringing everything to be in the virtual world where they're basically playing simulators uh in order to get people's fix of sports so Wow. With NASCAR, wow. it was really cool. John and I checked it out on uh, Fox's uh, the YouTube channel. I watch on ESPN. <clears throat> oh, well, one of the, the YouTube channels. And like it still feels like you're watching a sports show, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, all that. and cheesy, I will add. I forgot how cheesy it is because I haven't watched sports in so long. I used to watch NBA all the time. And it's like it almost feels like it's gotten cheesier. Uh, but you got to see the setup um in it and it was really cool to see like an actual gamer like one of those hardcore uh nascar simulating gamers that want to play the games uh in a nascar racer's house and it, it's cool like you know it's a couple hundred dollars worth of equipment that they're using uh and it's funny to see like you know one of the nascar racers sitting in his room <laughs> racing pie gaming chair yeah exactly like all this nice stuff that they probably just bought last week because this is a new thing um i'm sure those guys play those games like on the free yeah they might i mean that might be a prior setup i just feel like more of them um are doing that but what are your guys' thoughts on that is this going to be something that separates in the future from like normal sports because i i saw on there that nhl uh, which makes sense because their games are fantastic. Uh, NBA eventually is looking into it. And uh, the one that I thought was even crazier, the uh, NFL is looking into doing football uh, virtual for right now, next season. <clears throat> so mm. do you guys think that it's going to be a separation of virtual gaming uh, or virtual sports and then like real sports once we get back to I guess, quote unquote, normal, or do you think it's going to just go back and default to the the normal, like run out and play sports? I think it's an opportunity to just uh, open people's noggin to what other people have been appreciating for a while. Right. So mm-hmm. just coming from that angle, I think there are people who are willing to follow that sport now that they know about it. But as far as the majority, I think people are too locked into live sports, even though if you're watching from a TV, uh, when everything's back to normal, it's almost like like watching virtual whatever. So that's sure. my opinion. Yeah, I think it might be a mix of both, like where they'll, the virtual aspect will still be there, but the live well, will be there too. 
Babe, like our our in laws are a good example. They are sports fanatics. Are um, one of them in particular watches every baseball game of the Dodgers possible. Um, do you think he would be watching this, or do you think he's going to start watching it if MLB starts doing this? Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. So he needs this fix, and I feel like that's going to yeah. be a way to get it right now. And I'm wondering if sports fans are going to look at this as an extension in the future. Like, Oh, the Dodgers aren't playing today, but they have a virtual game going on with their alternate team. Let's just right. watch that instead. Right. Um, so that's cool. It's cool to see that concept opening uh, up. I'm not a sports <clears throat> person or actually, you know, sports watching person. So excuse my, like not sports sportsy thing. Uh, but I think if, if it seems like that NASCAR is the only sport, quote unquote that would work in this situation where you have like the the athletes or the drivers like it translates like a, a sim yeah right. like from driving in real I, life to driving to sim it's thinking, not it's similar right right i i was thinking about that too john where it's like um like how do you translate football like it would all I, have I, to be right. it's like you get Brett Favre what, what, on the what, Xbox but, it doesn't translate <sighs> But skills. there is no game, and there's no game that like runs in VR like that. Like right, yeah. somebody would, like the NFL would have to custom build some this, yeah. some this like custom made first but, person VR football yeah. game. Um, but look at the numbers that the the NFL pulls in every year. I'm more than yeah. on board with them th- thinking that that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, they I have mean, the money. It could be like a whole another team, like, the but like professional esports sport people, not like professional any NFL or yeah, NBA right. That's players. just the thing. It's like, is it worth? Yeah, is it worth funding that for potentially only like one season? Right, because right? yeah. like. Like presumably, twenty twenty one sports are happening again. Yeah, right. Um, and and, and even sense. even with NASCAR though, like there's a level of physicality there. Right, that's you're not just getting not. Yeah, that's because like to be in the in the race car, it like takes a lot out of the driver that you just don't have in the virtual version yeah. of the game. It's not a one-to-one translation, uh, but I think the skills, like the reaction time, that kind of stuff is no, still No, you're absolutely close. right. It's the closest. Yeah. Right? But like like baseball <laughs> or like basketball, like is every single person going to control like one of the character? Are they all going to be... Are they all going to have like giant VR rigs set up in their houses? I mean, with, it's per- possible. VR with VR technology yeah. that presumably doesn't even really exist at this point. Yeah, and are you going to use to have pers- professional athletes to play that? It's like a whole. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like like you were saying, maybe it's going to be an alternate team. Yeah. So you have these people that are good at video games that play VR. I mean, you still have to be in shape, obviously, because VR is taxing on the body more so than just sitting and using a controller. Um. I don't know. I feel like there might be something there. I could be entirely wrong and it just dies after all this. But if it's where the money's at uh, that they'll follow. So maybe this isn't where the money's at and they test in as like a flop. But if NFL sees, oh, people are watching these virtual games that all we have to do is pop in the Madden 
2020 or 2019 into an xbox and they play it together and people are watching it and they're making money off of it why the hell not i was gonna say i think it's way more likely for things like mlb nfl like those team sports that we see them do like madden tournaments or 2k tournaments with the players or straight up just simulate the season that's what i was gonna say like yeah, pay pay like the athletes for the, the rights they're, they're, to use the rights, but just let the the game simulate everything. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. So I would I'd be interested in seeing that too. Um, I think that I mean that's free for them, and that's off season. That's something for people to watch. Maybe just run it on ESPN. Um, ESPN. So I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that could happen with it, and I'm intrigued to see how that goes. Sports. Speaking of extreme sports, oh. uh, Joey, uh, a few weeks ago, you introduced us to marble racing. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, how'd you find out about that? Can you explain? So, okay. So I found about, out about marble racing because I was just browsing YouTube one night. And in my recommended feed, I saw a, I think it might have been like the balancing board event. What? for one of the marble olympics oh, okay like 2018 maybe uh and i was like eh, I, i'm gonna click this because this looks mildly interesting the like the thumbnail looks like it's very like neatly set up and it's all like it's all kind of set up with legos and stuff like that and like i think that stuff's really cool so i wanted to check out like how that was all set up but then you get in there and you watch it and you're like whoa the production quality is like super good and and like you get like all the teams are like themed and have like good logos and like hashtags and stuff and you start to get invested with them and then is that the one where it's like a bunch of marbles yeah <laughs> on like a board <laughs> yeah oh okay i've yeah. seen it it looks fun oh that's it cool is. I think I've seen it too. I just never really got into it. I think I might offend some NASCAR fans, but I prefer the marble racing thing over like <laughs> oh, NASCAR. I feel like a lot of people are on that. It's level. like I don't get NASCAR at all, guys. It's and the thing, the marbles. It's like it, there's a bunch of different marble things, right? So like there's the Marble Olympics, yeah. which has a bunch of different like events, right? Not all of them are necessarily like racing, right? Uh, like the balancing event obviously isn't a racing thing. It's like a marble dexterity challenge. Uh, but but then yeah, there's like they have the off-road tracks, and then they just did they just finished up the first season of Marbula One, yeah, which is like circuit track based. <laughs> um, can just uh, imagine an announcer that welcome to the Marble World Championship. Does, oh no 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 no! It's nothing like that. I mean, it's, <laughs> It's the most uh, professional. Yeah, I was, like, I'm watching sports pretty much. Yeah, so it so feels. It doesn't feel announcer. cheesy. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, I, no, I almost want it to, to be cheesy. No, he's actually trying to do a play-by-play as as the marbles. No, roll. it works. It's like it's like the straight face kind of. It's so funny because mm-hmm. it's so straight face. Like it's it's awesome. 
So you gotta you yeah. gotta appreciate how good that guy is yeah. because those marbles move fast. You don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it takes skill. I am. I can imagine that. I think it takes skill for any sort of announcing because you have to know your shit too. Like everyone says, oh, how can you just announce a game? It doesn't mean anything. If you watch the Riot announcers for League and their tournaments, oh, no. they have to know all oh, yeah. of the characters. They have to know every single spell ability, everything, all the names for those spell abilities. Which, well, how many characters are there now? Like a hundred and fifty. Like that's a lot of fuck it. Each character has four plus a passive plus the descriptions on each one. That's ridiculous. Well, it's the same thing with sports too. Like there's any any type of sport. There's you have to know like players. 15, 20 teams and their stats and yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not just no. their numbers. Not just their name. Their history. That's like, true. I, I, they have to do have their to homework. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, announcing is difficult. We've we've tried a couple times on just for joke on the stream, and even that fell apart within seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, let's see how that goes. I think it's cool to see how the future is kind of molding. We see all these movies that have virtual worlds that people are creating, and that uh, life is kind of like, oh, let's go all live in that, like Ready Player One. And it's interesting to see how you herald uh, a new time in with these ideas because everyone back in, uh, let's say when 1984 was written, the book, uh, like I can definitely say some of those aspects, maybe not the totalitarian government where you're being watched over all the time, but to an extent that's true. Um, So I see that some of these movies are starting to come true even quicker than we imagined. So it's cool to see that. Um, but moving on to the next topic, Grounded uh, by Obsidian Entertainment, I believe. Uh, cool new survival game that's coming out. And oh, wow. it, it might only be Xbox, but it definitely gives me a raft feel now that we've kind of started our, our little raft adventure on the stream. Um, I wish that it was coming to PC, which I'm assuming it will eventually because uh, it's, it's Xbox. Steam. Yeah, Steam Early Access and oh. Xbox. Oh, cool. Perfect. So never mind. Um, But yeah, so that might be a game we look into. It looks really cool. So the premise of the game is you're actually a a kid that's been shrunken by a robot. Um, At least the robot is the voiceover that you hear in the background that's guiding you through the whole situation. And you're in either, I guess it's your backyard and you're trying to survive all these um, like bugs that are trying to kill you. And you're trying to find survival pieces using mud to build huts, stuff like that, in order to survive through the days until the shrink ray uh, can be fixed and make you full size again. I love it. I love I love like small scale kind of um, honey. I shrunk the audience or kids. Yeah, type. Mm-hmm. I was about to say that's the vibe like, it gave uh, me when I was watching was, the video. What was the game like Toy Soldier? What was the game like an, uh, on the? I forgot. There was there's a game where you play as a toy soldiers. Army Man? Army Man? Was it Army Man? I think uh, so. Something. But yeah, I just right. I just yeah, love those so. this like toy scale and tiny scale yeah. games. I don't know. I, I mainly got like Bugs Life vibes. Yeah, Bugs Life turned too, on yeah. turned yeah. upside down. Um Bugdom. Bugdom? That's how play that. What's that? Anybody no? But Bugdom is the uh well, you guys might have been because you guys are a little bit older than me, so you might not have had it. But uh, in like elementary school, oh, yeah, yeah, like I the played computer that. Life, yep, yeah, middle school, down. yeah, thug wow. played that too. What is it though? Like, you're a what bug. Do you do you like kill the bugs? You're a bug, and you yeah roll around. And I think the goal is to like get to the end of the level. Essentially, it's kind of maze like, but yeah, you're just a bug, 
and you're rolling around in the grass in the backyard. See, I don't remember that, and I feel like it's because Garrick and I went to a Catholic school, so oh, like yeah, no bugs. It's a little bugs. violent. No bug. No, they're probably like uh, this bug is. It's magic or something. This bug's too <laughs> bad It's wearing it's wearing like a jacket, so it's too magic. No, but yeah. see that thing never caught at our school. I think I know what you're you're talking about, like where Harry Potter came out and there was mass book burnings. We didn't have that issue. Harry Potter was actually in our library right, and I rented it before. So our school wasn't like that, but they definitely talked against the Simpsons at that point because that's the show that was hot at yeah. the time. And they hated the Simpsons. They said, Don't go home and watch the Simpsons. It's dirty and deliberately grew, grotesque for no reason. And you did. You I still watched it in yeah. Months. But, <laughs> oh, I played, uh, but I, like, we, we had Bugged no, Him yeah. 2 in middle school, Joey. So that's what, the one I played. Okay, Bugged Him 2. All right. Anyway, let's actually talk about the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Off topic. But it looks really cool. Um, You said it's in early access right now, John? No, it's going to be early access in uh, Steam. Soon. Uh, July 28th. Oh, so we got like a few more months. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. It looks really cool. Um, especially because Raft is an, such a awesome game. And I feel like since this is from an even bigger company, it might even be more polished on release. It looks a lot more polished just from the trailer. I mean, I know it's a trailer, but yeah, it looks nice. Going on like raids into underground bug tunnels to go get buggy resources. That'd be so cool. I, the only thing I'm not going to be a fan of is a fucking giant spider chasing me. Yeah, giant spiders. That's going to be no bueno. Uh, no bueno. <laughs> I will be screaming. Like, like, I don't want to deal with scorpions. I don't want to deal with what? like millipedes. Like, what? there's a lot of scary looking bugs. Oh, you're yeah. you're like PJ too. I'm not a no, bug PJ person. <laughs> like but PJ I will definitely sharks. play it. it no, cool. I I don't like bugs either. But I feel like. The two things that are going to hit me the hardest are going to be sharks, which I've kind There's of no learned to deal sharks. with with Bruce. Uh, by the way, Bruce is our shark name on uh, Raft. For those of you that don't follow the stream, we're on Bruce. Uh, great, great, great grandson yeah, of Bruce. Bruce. So the fifth, <laughs> yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah, so, it, right. it's horrifying. So what, these sharks just show up and then you kill one and then another one shows up and you're like, yeah, it's over time. So the refresh rate, I think, is five minutes. So you kill them and then you're Bruce free for a little while. He takes forever to kill. Um, I mean, I don't think he's that difficult, but like we've definitely had to hit him as a group before. Uh, we haven't gotten a bow and arrow yet. I remember once I got the bow and arrow, I was sniping him when Garrick and I were uh played the game first in early early access but we'll see if we get to that point but Actually, um this grounded game reminds me more of subnautica because it said it has like a like or overarching story which uh wrath doesn't seem to have a story it has subnautica one but it's very convoluted like and not very structured at all yeah. like um even when you get to the end game which i won't do too much spoilers but like oh, it's no. very like what just happened yeah well, uh, you but gotta realize, even still, this is still way early access. Yeah. Subnautica They're has probably only like maybe sixty percent of the way. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we haven't played all the way through this time since all the updates either, so we don't really fully know what's going to happen yet. Yeah. If there's been a lot more added, just like most developers, they want to make sure there's functionality before um, the fluff. So uh, granted, though they. 
they said it will have a definitive conclusion, like kind of like end to the story, right? Nice, yeah. So I wonder, uh, do you become big after this? Like, yes. does that end the game? I would assume so, unless they're small. aiming for a second game, right? Well, I mean, it's a machine uh, that shrinks. Or I mean. <laughs> Well, it's also like a survival crafting RPG. Right. That co-op RPG. So like it like imagine if in Minecraft you got to the Ender Dragon and beat it and then credits rolled and then you just like lost access to the server. Destroyed, yeah. yeah, your world just like vanished. It just that would be yeah, that would be like why? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. So like it like in this sense, like I wonder it, if it has a definitive conclusion, that definitive conclusion must not be everything is fixed and you're big again. Well, no, it could be because um there's been, you know, like all the games where you do have a conclusion and it tells you the story and then it's just like if you ever want to go back there let me know and i'll bring you back or something like that and that's essentially so like that, so what you think you'll just be like you'll go big and then you can talk to the robot and he'll be like i can make you small again yeah, right that makes sense because yeah the whole okay. story is i guess that fixing, makes sense fixing the, the shrink ray right so once it's right fixed, you can go back and and if there's an intersection with like a like kind of big like lobby not big lobby, but like a lobby for a big person. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. room or something. Right, to kind of set up the story. Yeah, like a room with like a you know, computer or whatever that you can then, you know. And then you funny. can go outside can... and like Godzilla everything that tried killing you. Yes. Uh, that would yeah, be satisfying. Just go in and stomp, <laughs> stomp it all on your like Fuck you bugs. <laughs> Assholes. You know, just go and destroy everything that all you and all your friends built. Destroy your friend's house. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. I'm just rewatching um, the trailer. It's, I love the art style too. It does. It looks uh, amazing. Uh, Joey, did you want to do the next topic? What is the next topic? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. Today, the uh, next controller from Sony for the PlayStation platform was unveiled. Uh, it's wow. not a dual shock. Oh, no. it's called the dual sense, oh. uh, which, uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into that in a minute why it's called that. But, uh, yeah, so it's the controller for the PS5, uh, and you can, uh, find it. They put a blog post on the playstation.com about it. So you can go wow. check it out there. So futuristic. Um, yeah. It's very sleek. It's very, very sleek. It's very, you know what it looks like to me? You know what it looks like to me? Wally got no, girlfriend. No, no, no. I was oh. going to say, like, <laughs> it looks like the technology in Detroit become human. Oh, yeah, I see that too. I can see that. I I, I, Wally's girlfriend. It screams Maybe. N7 to me, like the N7 armor. N7? From, uh, uh, no, nah, it's not black enough. There's no red. Nah, there's no red, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just talking about like in general the way the armor and suits look. It reminds me of that. I don't know plate why. Plate armor. Yeah. The two tone. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like the plate. Like kind of plate armor <laughs> sure, design. And then the red will come from when the batteries are dying from those oh, little LED lights on the side. There you go. It's very futuristic. Uh, is uh, the conclusion that we're getting getting to? Yeah. It just looks like. Yeah. How is it? Anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Hum. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is it actually looks a little bit bigger. Um, trying to find a. It looks. Like, it looks less blocky. Outline. It's more ergonomic. Yeah, yeah, it does look a little bit ergonomic. Okay, the so rich, the older controllers were very um, vertical, mm-hmm. vertical. It had a verticality instead of a curvature. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and they they actually get into that um, in the blog post describing like the ergonomics of the controller. So reason it's not called a DualShock anymore is because it now has haptic feedback. <gasps> so like the the HD rumble that's similar to like the rumble that's in the uh, Switch controllers, right? So it's now a dual sense instead of a dual shock. Uh, so, so they abandon. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just like better rumble. Uh, some of the descriptions they gave was like the grittiness of driving a car through mud, where like you can kind of feel like every rock individually as you go over it and stuff like so- that. So essentially, it's like surround sound for your hands. Yeah, yeah, huh. that's maybe like wow. a good way of looking at it. Uh, and you wow. can kind of test this stuff now if you have a Switch. Uh, you can. They have games on the Switch, uh, like uh, One Two Switch, and I think some of the Mario yeah Mar- uh, party Mar- games have that too. Yeah, have some of that too. Switch did a really good job with their haptic feedback. Oh, yeah, too bad their controls are garbage. Sorry. They're funky. Anyway, we're <laughs> more details. Um, uh, it has adaptive triggers. So the triggers have uh, like actuators in them that can apply pressure to. Uh, m- so, like, one of the examples they gave was drawing a bow, right? They can make the beginning of the press easy, but as you pull it down, it's like harder and harder okay. to pull the trigger down. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's neat. Uh, it also has a built-in microphone now, in addition to the built-in uh, like uh, sound speaker. Oh, I'm a little against that because I feel like every broke kid in America is going to be using the stupid right. microphone in there. It's going to sound like shit. Like, yeah. welcome to laptop microphone 2.0. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about that one. And I'm going to have to hear fucking his little brother crying in the background. It's my turn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, everyone. Um... So yeah, I mean, everybody's there's, been still. <laughs> there's that. Um, and yeah, so uh, it also still has the share button, which it's now called the create button. Uh, Not a fan. They, of it, but... they haven't described exactly how that's going to work. They said that they're going to go into further detail about it a little bit later, probably on uh, like announcement of the console, like full unveil of the console proper uh still has the touchpad which uh i personally am very glad i know that there's a lot of people out there that hate on the touchpad for whatever reason but uh i personally think that it's a very underused part of the controller and games that do use it use it very well and game and there are tons of games that should use it for example there's this, uh, I call it like the destiny-ifying. Yeah, I was going to say Destiny did an okay job right? with it. Destiny doesn't use the touchpad. They did in the first one, I thought, right? No, not at all, right? Really? So hmm. it baffles me that games don't use the touchpad to navigate their menus in these games, right? Crazy. Like the, the menus that you have to like move a cursor around on and stuff like that. I just feel like it makes sense 
for that touchpad. Minecraft, Minecraft allows you to use the touchpad to navigate your menus. It's great. Fancy. It's that fantastic. Sense, yeah. It's so awesome. And I hope, uh, I think they said a little bit in the blog post about it, but I hope that uh, Sony tries to get developers to utilize these features on these controllers for their games. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, you're probably only going to see it in like the first party games because uh, if you're developing for like Xbox, obviously you're not going to have that. And if you're developing for PC, you can't guarantee they're going to be using a dual sense. Right. So uh, you're not necessarily going to be wanting to build your games around these controller features that uh, not all of your players are going to have access to it. But first party Sony games for sure will have uh, will take all of these controller functionality features, um, take advantage of them. That's I'm cool. Sure. I'm I, and babe, this is good for you because I feel like the the way that the controllers are built right now, they're a little stubby, I guess, on the hands, like the mm-hmm. the the grip portion. So the ergonomics of it's going to be different. You're going to be able to. It's going to be more solid feeling, and you're not going. Your hands are going to cramp up as easily, which I yeah. noticed when I was playing Spiral with you the other night. That my hands were starting to cramp because I was trying to do a lot of movements. Well, what, what controller were you using? The DualShock Four what oh that's the oh, that's yeah. the yeah. preliminary uh sony uh playstation War one yeah um, and it kind of looks like the dual sense the uh, analog sticks are a little bit further apart maybe um and yeah and the uh triggers are angled a little bit differently the um it's not as sharp of a kind of angle on the right trigger or like all the triggers the bumpers and the triggers the l1 the l2 i'm actually surprised they haven't uh changed the ergonomics until now they've stayed with it for so many yeah console iterations it's just as easy it's, it's yeah. xbox got it right the first time it's becoming to, you know it's looking more like xbox yeah the <laughs> xbox did do it I, right the first time <laughs> so here's the thing i hate the xbox one controller uh, the the big one, the big chungus, or the big one. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. the chungus. I hate it. No, I actually big, like the three sixty so controller better. Yeah, three sixty got it. So that's the thing. Perfect. I think it, yeah. I think it comes down to hand size. I don't yeah. have super big hands. Yeah. So I think I, do I occasionally. the shape of the DualShock Four because <laughs> it just doesn't feel as bulky. I I do agree with. I think they got it right with the three sixty controller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think for 360 sure. 360 controller is fine. Like, fantastic. Every controller. controller looks like 360 now. Like, it's becoming more yeah. and more like the 360 controller. And yeah. they, they nailed it. Right. I don't yeah, know why they, they went it. backwards. Yeah. yeah, and it makes sense. Uh, so, also, the dual or the dual sense doesn't have back panels or like back buttons uh, that people kind of expected it would because they recently put out an attachment for the dual shock 4 mm-hmm. that adds it. Um, so, Maybe that's because they want to sell that as an additional attachment for the dual sense. But it's unfortunate because it means that uh, it's not an additional button that developers will have access to when developing their games. Right. So it's just like a thing that you can map a face button to or whatever. I just I am hoping that we get to a point somewhere in the industry where we're more focused on the initial release and reaction to the audience than like oh but you can add this later like 
release everything on like oh, the day of. <laughs> I I don't I don't know yeah, it's all about it's making money because it is. But like, look at where the game industry went now. Like the free to play model where they're using battle pass instead. Ten years ago, no one ever would have believed that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying so, they should subscribe to subscribe the to controller? controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what like. I, I'm confused about where that road that we went down. Just that, <laughs> well, that instead of having peripherals <laughs> you add on to the controller afterwards, have it release initially, like with those things. Like you can add stuff later, but if you have the technology already, let it go. Like, yeah, the let it this out. is this is probably just a business move to try to make more money. Honestly, eh, like, I don't know because it's Microsoft the has the same. They do Microsoft. Have effectively as the same product in the elite controller but it's so. it's an apple it's it's an apple move like why like apple should have certain things right out the box for the phone but they sell it as a peripheral instead it it irritates me so yeah. it's the same Don't thing with right. these but things you don't have apple so it doesn't matter to you it does matter to me because someone else in the house does. <laughs> oh, and it makes me more angry at Apple. Anhow, before I go down this road of anger and hatred. Last couple things about the controller. Yeah. Use the USB Type-C. So that's nice. Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. good. Yeah, Upgrade into that. a better cord. That's uh, awesome. What do you guys think about the color? White. It's like, eh. it's like, I, I like a it. dual it's tone white and black. Yeah, it's clean. My SpaghettiOs is going to get stained on it, but I mean, they're going to have a black fine. version. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a white DualShock 4. I do too. And so when you get them, they're beautiful. Yeah. Right. Wow. Very quickly get. And then dingy. all that dead skin. And is, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why. I have a camel one actually, and mine's pretty <laughs> still. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why I it's, it's a press for the all black one yeah. uh also something that i noticed the face buttons don't have color the oh, yeah, symbols right. in the face button aren't yeah, colored and that's that interesting bones me out because it's actually something let me see if i have new iterations will come uh, out where they do though let me see yeah, here the minimalistic look that's right. the trend these days it's gonna change the second iteration of the same controller will be all bl- glowy and like explosive yeah. with well, fire. they yeah, always do that. no that well that's already passing too the minimalistic look is coming in the rb rb rgb look is going out so yeah. I I'm betting that this is like just will be the launch model. Yeah, this is launch model. Um, There's gonna be more. I saw uh, somebody did a mock-up of it in all black with colored face buttons, and it looked gorgeous. So yeah, yeah. it's just like the 360 controller. It, yeah, hopefully thing. eventually they decide to put out a model like yeah, that. And no I'm sure way they they're gonna launch without will. a different color. The other thing, need options. The controller being two toned. Do you think the console will be two-toned? Possibly. I mean... Yes, they'll match it. Yeah, they're probably going to use the same color scheme. I mean, they did with the Destiny exclusive PS4, which I still have and I love it. I mean, I see scratches on it, but (laughs) I love the way that it looked. I just see this as, like, seeing this white controller, I see it as a blank canvas, because especially with that touchscreen... That gives it gives um, Sony an ample opportunity to use it as a promotion factor. Like when a, the next big game comes out, like just like uh, Xbox did a lot. Um, this 
will look better when they have the next Last of Us. Uh, yeah, plastered all over the controller. There, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of real estate for art. Exactly. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, so we'll have to see. Um, I think that the console will probably be two toned, white and black, um, and it'll match the controller. Uh, interesting. It's a kind of a weird direction, considering that Indeed. the past uh, what three Sony consoles have been jet black. Uh, so, yeah. Other than the special iterations of them, right? Other than, but like the release versions of them have all been just straight black. Um, uh, yeah. Two, three, two, three, four, four. Yeah, because the first one was gray. So, yeah. um, yeah, different. Uh, so another thing that is interesting that's been going on lately is movies going straight to streaming due to the the uh, social distancing. Wow, so, excellent segue. COVID. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we weren't supposed to mention it. Oh, no. anyhow. So, Correct. will this be the future <laughs> of movies and how we like take them in? Do you think this is going to be a theater killer now that people are like, "Oh, this is what's happening"? Or do you think the movie industry is just going to strong hand in there and say, "You know what? We're still going to be doing movies eventually." Well, let's preface what used to be only straight to streaming. So, theaters or straight uh, movies. Like from theater straight to streaming, or v or back in our day VHS, were usually bad movies. Yeah, the the C or B rated movies, the the um, what is the it? Budget movies, the Buddy Seven or whatever. What? Uh, Super Eight. No, 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 not Super Eight, Buddy. The, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. The the basketball movie oh, with Bud? the dog. Airbud, Airbud, yeah, Airbud, so like no, Airbud seven and eight. Oh, seven oh, yeah, so and eight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, unwanted sequels. Yeah, 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 save some money on it it's actually right. gonna be a production like yeah. now they don't have to pay the middleman yeah and, and yeah, we have we have movies that, that were made for specifically streaming right like disney plus is i think the biggest pioneer right now doing that they're sending well, a lot of their recreated movies well, straight to well, netflix disney. is uh because the irishman and marriage story and i believe roma were all streaming movies that were nominated for best picture um, that's yeah. true so it's always it, taking like, it more seriously with or without um, coronavirus, I think it would have happened because, yeah, Netflix and other streaming platforms were already doing it. Has um, has Netflix ever featured their movie in theaters yet? Yes. So, so you have to write the current rules is, I, th- I believe, to be um, qualified for the Oscars. You have to be you have to have it played in in a, in a theater. So do you think that's going to change, though? Probably, it's going to have to change. It's going to have to change. Yeah. So. The, you're gonna see a, a hell of a lot more Netflix stuff going up for nominations. Oh yeah, already has some. We seen and it's like we saw like a bunch of them this year. Or well, even more now. Years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't so think that's movie, gonna be crazy. Theaters are gonna the go thing, in general. Go, go. So, like, I haven't really been keeping up a ton on this particular topic, but from what I've seen, it seems like most studios would rather just push their movies back indefinitely than release them on streaming platforms. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another thing too, yeah. Um, 
a lot of like they're just like releases. Yeah, postponing the release until everything clears out. Or, um, uh, but do you think that's going to force their hand eventually? Where it's just kind of like, oh, well, we're just sitting on something that could be making money and debts have sure. to be paid, yeah. though. Right, yeah. and it it depends on how long watch out for Tony. this is going to last. <laughs> of course, yeah, exactly. Um, like, who's Tony? Depending on the how long break it your takes. Yeah, right. Depending on how long it takes for all this to clear up and for people to be going back out to movie theaters yeah. and stuff, if it's like foreseeably a pretty long amount of time, then they're going to have no choice and they're going to have to start releasing these things on. I, I feel like it's I inevitable. Don't, I don't see them releasing them on Netflix. A lot of yeah, I think it's much, much more services. Yeah, there's like Voodoo and and they're gonna charge. They're gonna charge a full movie theater price for it. Mm-hmm. Like right. a new bucks. movie, it's gonna be twenty bucks to see it. So then uh, the new middleman's gonna be Amazon, or, or maybe not necessarily. Uh, there's Apple, you know. and there's a thing called Voodoo as well, where you pretty much own it. Uh, but I think you can do rentals as well. Right. So it's gonna be basically blockbuster revival but with these other streaming services yeah. i mean it's been around forever this has already been happening not like well so going new, going back to like um whether or not movies uh, or studios are choosing to release them and go straight to streaming or hold on to it until this has passed i think uh the choice that most uh studios made was the ones that had their movies already released right at the quarantine so far, if they had a choice, they're choosing to hold it until like the fall, like what they did with the new James Bond movie. It was supposed to release in April this month, I believe, uh, but they put it pushed it back because they didn't release it all the way. Yeah, I think studios what? have done more, like <laughs> done worse to like get more butts and seats than than yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. The theaters, <clears throat> oh. well. I don't know because like even though i feel like theaters have been on a decline like every marvel movie or whatever yes. like there's constantly movies making like the most amount of money than any movies ever made ever yeah. so and this is a whole different experience like watching your movie streaming on an iphone or ipod is so much more different than going to a theater and and you know two-story tall well, but uh, honestly i think most people are probably more likely to be watching those movies on like a home theater right, setup yeah. or at least a tv than they are like that's always the go-to thing like yeah. it will be like people just don't want to watch movies on their phone but like people do want to watch movies on their couch yeah. with it's, their it's, own food so is movie are movies going to be more eclectic and more of a specialty thing though well after this like going to the theater I feel like I feel like there's going to be not necessarily a full but lesser movie theaters where like, yeah, it's going to it's I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to think of it that way. I don't believe so, because just like all these amenities that people have come to appreciate that are no longer around restaurants, gyms, uh, pools, theaters. People are going to come back in droves. Oh, yeah. And people I think it's a great business move that yeah. the people, studios that can hold on to their movies, yeah. that was a great move. Yeah. People are itching. Yeah, I, 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 I think for the most part, the reason that companies haven't really been just 
willing to release movies on digital at the same time that they release it in theaters is because it it taints their like relationships with the theater chains right right yeah um and obviously like that's not a problem right so if, if we see them release it on start releasing them on streaming platforms so you can watch brand new movies from your house uh i do expect when theaters to open back up tons of people are going to be going to theaters because those people who want that big loud experience want that but i think that they probably will still release uh movies pretty like quickly on streaming platforms as well i'd rather have it that way because they're gonna see but that's what i'm saying they're gonna see a growth in a market of people who wouldn't have seen your movie anyway right right exactly like i don't want to go to a movie theater i don't like theaters i think that i'm really sensitive to loud noises so (laughs) yeah the movie theaters are gross like just you don't always have a good angle on the screen wait what movie theaters are you guys going to (laughs) i don't want to talk about it yeah i only go to the movies with you guys so Yeah. so you guys don't pay attention yeah. to the the surroundings as much as i yeah, do I, I love the theater experience like i've never really had i'm hit or miss with it i have to be in the mood yeah. it's a novelty that i appreciate yeah. and i don't think mm-hmm. it'll ever go away um i think um because it, it's been slow to go the way of streaming because like joey was mentioning of the resistance of the current workflow studio theaters then home well, it's not only that, but it's it's like you start releasing your movies day one on digital, and now theaters are like, well, we're just not going to carry your stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's the same reason that uh, video game developers were so reluctant to go to digital because they were worried that GameStop would just be like, well, F you then. We're not going to carry your stuff. We're not going to carry your couldn't. physical product. That's exactly it. GameStop couldn't, and look at where they're at now. Well, yeah. And even now they're begging for that stuff. And the, the same thing could happen with movie theaters very easily. Yeah. But well, that's it, what I'm saying. It's just, it's up to the like it's up for the technology to get to the point where that's feasible. And then it's also up to like publishers to have the courage well, it's to the, just it's the movie industry that has this decision whether they want to kill off the the like that form factor or not. They in reality they run everything. They run the show. They have the movie theaters by the balls. They don't make dimes for it. That's why concession stands cost seven dollars per popcorn because that's where they make their money. They simply just exist as a, a, a format for people to view it. They make their money in the lobby. Well, that's where the theater makes their money, right? right. So, but the the company that's putting out the movie makes the money on ticket sales. Yeah, they make right? more money. So, on if their sales. movie is not in the theater, mm-hmm. then they're not making any money. Yeah, they just raise the prices on the digital versions. That's, I but mean, then Netflix it, prices are going to have to go up because they have to pay more to you know. Uh, but it's a different. Streams. Or people are complaining because they're like format, right? Because Netflix yeah. has their own releases, but. All these studios, Universal and stuff, they want to do their releases, um, so they would release it on like Voodoo and stuff, and or uh, iTunes. 
So they start there and then they trickle it into the streaming services. Because, yeah, honestly, like, would you pay for day of rental or would you like you have the choice now? Um, But so would you be able to enjoy it 100 percent? I would pay $15 to watch day one release of a movie that I'm interested in at home over watching it in a movie theater where there's a bunch of people that irritate me. Yeah, so it's just different thing, different people. Yeah, I love. Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of people that would agree with me on that. Yeah. So what the whole premise of this, I think, is just again opening people's eyes to more opportunities. I don't think you're going to be pushing out movie theaters, um, just like the sports teams. You're not going to be pushing anything out. You're making space for more market share opportunities um, to intake entertainment. I can see that. You're looking at a different market, yeah. right? Because it's like you have an audience who wants to see things in theaters, and you have an audience who wants to see things at home in the comfort of their like own couch who aren't being served right now. Mm-hmm. So once this, like, because of the situation we're in, it'll create a situation where they have to provide it to people at home because the people who want to go to theaters can't, yeah. but they still want to watch these movies so they'll see they'll probably see better like views than they would have seen in the theater and they'll be like oh well that means that there are there's an audience here who would see these movies but aren't because they don't want to go to a theater we should release it on digital at the same time that we put it out in theaters Mm -hmm. what I, i see happening is that they release it sooner yeah i can i can see an expedited at least for now that would be their test after the situation clears up is they start testing earlier releases so make your money in the first two weeks like Mm -hmm. it's always projected and where they make most of the money in the box office the first couple weeks so they're gonna see i i I feel like if things don't clear up within the next month we're gonna probably start seeing some movie releases direct to streaming and that will be the telltale if that's going to continue or not um Sorry, I'm going to jump to the next topic because I noticed Garrick's getting bored. He's starting to graffiti our, our text here. So uh, I actually John, like this topic. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you, John, you segue for us on this one. What? Oh, I just uh, since we're talking about movies, you know, uh, everyone's go. To, who, who has seen uh, Train to Busan? It's on it's on Netflix right now. I, I haven't yet. I keep oh forgetting. Oh my goodness. No one. OK, that's your homework for, for this week. I know nothing about it. OK, well, it's a. It's a great korean um zombie movie give us the 30 second elevator pitch uh it's pretty much uh a father and daughter uh get stuck on on the on the train to uh busan and the zombies you know they're trying to escape zombies on the train imagine Mm -hmm. snakes on a plane but better and with the zombies and koreans and better (laughs) uh it's not it's probably the best zombie movie i've ever seen um just because it's just—it's uh, not just a zombie movie. It's, it has heart. It has like it's drama, and all that fun stuff, you know. Um, oh, so we should uh, do a, oh, um, a group watching. Watch That's it. the first thing we should do yeah. when I don't want thing. zombie dreams for a week again. Uh, you want—it's—it's it's, <laughs> it's more of the the family journey than zombies. Yes. Trust me. Uh, but exactly. Train to Busan Two was announced uh, a few days ago. Wow. Insula. Uh, and it's it's a completely different tone of a movie. Uh, I saw the trailer. I rather did enjoy the trailer. Yeah, it, it looks, looks nice. fun, interesting. Uh, uh, again, it's a very like they flip the tone of it. So we'll see 
how that works. That first clip of the trailer looked like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Wait, which, which yeah. trailer? The... Where they're all packed the in the sequel? glass? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it did kind of remind me of that a little oh, bit. Yeah. If you guys I, haven't seen the movie, the factory, watch the first one and then watch the trailer. Yeah, it, it gives you chills. Uh, I have a hard time with zombie movies now, especially as I get older. I feel like my imagination gets stronger. Wait, what? Really? Does that make any sense? That yeah, it's weird. Sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it's weird because I feel like I can imagine things even better now than I... As a kid, I could be like, oh, that's just you, not real. You have a sense of real life. Like, when you're a child, you don't have, like, right. a but concept I'm, of reality. Well, I, yeah. It's easier for me to disregard my beliefs when I was younger. Now it's just kind of like, oh, but that could happen. I don't know. I'm weird oh. in so, that sense. Well, for, I feel like for, my imagination, the more that I experience, the more that I can imagine things going awry or craziness. Zombies are and zombies have practical. always... They are. I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying, like, in my head, when I'm falling asleep at night now, like, I can sit there and I'm just like, oh, that one scene that I saw for 10 seconds, that, like, that shock, you know, like, you see something in a horror movie, and you're like, oh, that actually hit me, yeah. that sticks in my brain, and it doesn't go away. Like, yeah. when I saw the Us trailer, that shit tre- really? creeped me uh-huh. out for, like, two months. Because for Train to Busan, it's like, it's not the zombies that are scary. Or it's, it's more of the, the father and daughter kind of story that emotional arc is what gets to me. It's not, it's like, I don't care about the zombies. It's about that family drama. Yeah, but you're a horror movie person. So, so the first one was about the story. It seemed like the second one's more about like action. You would, I would think. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying yeah, too. More, I would enjoy this movie. I love like action, like uh zombie thriller yeah. movies, which I hope like, they bring uh, world war Z was my jam. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was getting real world war Z uh, vibes from it. Yeah, uh, it's, the last yeah. zombie movie I saw was Zombieland, and that was more of a comedy, and that even still bothered yeah. me. Just the imagery of the dead. Yeah, zombies impractical. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. I, I know, but I just don't. I don't know. I can't. I I hate looking at it even like even looking back at Left for Dead. I'm just like fuck. How do I play this? You know so what much? you watch? Contagion. That's no. what you watch. That is sounds it, is worse. It Contagion? Wait, what's uh? That sounds really bad for me. <laughs> no, it's 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 uh. If I'm thinking of the right one. Or containment, the containment. It's what it's. It's um pretty much some C movie. Yeah, it's pretty much what happens if like a, a a plague, like a like pretty much what's happening right now would happen, like but worse. You should watch that. I, that's that's on realistic. Netflix right now. Uh, it it's, might be. It's grounded. Yeah, it's much more grounded than zombies because zombies or, like, are just so impractical and just like so fanciful yeah. that it's I not think, scary to me. But contain- I think Annihilation would be closer. Yeah. Than zombie movies yeah. to what's happening now. But definitely watch Containment because that one or whatever Contagion, whatever it's called, uh, the realistic one because that's where, more grounded. So, given the situation, where is Train to Busan releasing? What was that? Oh, uh, there we don't know yet. Uh, the sequel? You mean the sequel? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably on Netflix, but um, it just says sometime this year. So we don't Netflix. know. The first one was on Netflix. Yeah, it's a, it, well, it was. It's there now. It's isn't there it? now. Yeah, it was released. You know, uh, I think in Korea. In theaters. In theaters, I'm not sure. It just uh, appeared. In so the- it was like released in theaters for in like foreign markets, and then yeah, it was I released on Netflix happened. here. Yeah. Okay. That uh, makes don't sense. quote me, but I think that's what happened. I just quoted you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. 
It's been quoted. Uh, so we're going to move on to the very end of our segments here. Indie game quickie. Uh, we have a couple here. First one is actually called Timeline. Uh, I find this one interesting if you like uh, bastion type games over the top, uh, like over top view uh, where you're running through and it's a, more of a puzzler, though. So you're actually playing as a girl and her cat. Uh, they have the ability to control time and you're trying to get out of a facility where robots are hunting you down. Um, and what you do is you go through and observe the patterns of the the obstacles and uh you can rewind time in order to avoid them um and control the time to get through and whatnot so it seems like a really cool new puzzler idea our art style does beckon to uh bastion and uh transistor i believe yeah i got a lot of transistor vibes and i loved transistor that game was fantastic uh so less combatty more like using your head to get through situations but i think this is a going to be one of the new of that genre of game like new big things oh that looks fun actually isometric some some time-based stealth espionage Mm. action these types of games always speak to me transistor is one of my favorite all-time games it did such a fantastic job um and it's the same uh concept you you're using a little bit of time control as well in that game it's not so much pronounced in your character's abilities but like there is time control as far as the controls because it's supposed to be um almost turn-based i guess is a good way to put it uh, well it's like timeline based yeah right so what i'm seeing is that whole timeline if you get to the end you lost pretty much so you have to keep on rewinding until you see an opportunity to edit right that's kind of cool it's different it's definitely different um the game that actually i pointed it out last week remember me or actually no i pointed it out on the stream uh remember me is a hack and slash game from years ago it never got that big uh it had mediocre ratings uh it was it had dull aspects as far as the hack and slash portion of the game but there was six unique sequences in the game where you went into a scene and you could rewind, fast forward, pause, do all these different things and move stuff around in order to change the scene. So for instance, if there's a gun on a table, uh, you can either like make it more pronounced or hide it with a hat and that would change like someone's into a fight if they're going to pick up the gun because they see it on the table to shoot someone. Um that was fantastic. I think, and a lot of articles have said this throughout the years about that game, that if there was more of those sequences in the game, it would have soared. Uh, but that is kind of like the aspect that I'm seeing with this game. It's going to feel very similar to that. And that was so much fun. I, I legit spent an hour on just one of those sequences once just playing it through, even though I knew the solution to the puzzle. I just wanted to see like the other solutions and see what would happen. It was fun. It's different. Wow. So I'm hoping that this does very well with that too. Also, the music's really good. It's very atmospheric. I feel like little indie game companies like that always do a fantastic job I of know. creating um a full 
immersion immersion experience yeah uh but yeah there's that one and the next one actually garrick i think you're gonna think this one's fantastic oh, wow. i want to play it. so and john even is excited about it so think of overcooked yeah but you're a bunch oh, yeah. of movers yeah it's so hectic i've watched so much <laughs> gameplay of it i think we should play this yeah i, I want to play it so the video that I was watching is 15 minutes of gameplay. You see two characters lifting up a sofa or a bed, trying to get out the doors and hitting the walls constantly. And all I could think of that whole time was the episode of Friends where they're moving rocks. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> so this is definitely going to be something we probably grab for the stream. Um, because I can imagine doing that throughout the whole stream, just yelling that and getting pissed off at each other because no one's doing it right well i'm surprised it hasn't been released yet april 28th yeah so the end of the month um and i think that's on all platforms oh sweet i believe because i saw it on nintendo i saw it on sony store i want to say i even saw it on steam and then i'm assuming xbox is getting it too but all we care about is steam here in this group but yeah we're gonna stream this this is gonna be so fun this is gonna be (laughs) super cool uh, all right, and Joey, you better join us. I think it will be a fun game for you to join in. It's going to be a lot of screaming. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. We'll see. It's only, it's only, uh, only supports up to four players. Yeah, well, that's four players. Up, you know? We have four right here. No, one, two, three, four. Bam. Um, so, yeah, super stoked about those two games. Like, couldn't find a lot of news, but the, that news on those two made me excited. Um, so, the end here close us out john what's your experiences with this game that you got as an april fool's joke on the stream american truck yeah. driver simulator oh, well, for, before i, I want to go back to the the pandemic movie i just found the name it's contagion from 2011 oh uh, who's on, in it uh matt damon is in it lawrence fishburne uh jude law um Gwyn- gwyneth paltrow jude law. Winslet, wow uh brian cranston uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, 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 it was a fantastic movie. Um, it's also number seven on um, uh, iTunes movies right now. Do so you feel like uh, we would learn some lessons from Contagion? Uh, very much so, because it, it's it's like an ultra realistic version of what would happen during. It's the it's literally it's not it's not over the top. It's no no it's an it's actual realistic. sickness. Yeah, and that pe- it's an actual pandemic that people are trying to figure out how to solve yeah but anyways, in a sci- scientific way yeah it's a very cool movie anyways uh yeah american trucks driver simulator uh i our, our friend tim was talking about it and i was like oh. yeah let's let's do this for april fools and i kind of like it um something relaxing about just driving across the country or states um i enjoyed watching you play it to till the extent where you got stuck in a parking yeah. lot and couldn't back out <laughs> for a half hour it was fun uh, it is very fun to watch yeah but it i mean is. my my, uh, my 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 complaints about it is that for a simulation game it needs to have more simulations like the physics of it is it's kind of janky uh also just the graphics aren't there you know i think uh, i think they're they're worried about adding the features of what's on the map because yeah. I think you did appreciate how many features of our hometown there was. Well, it was just uh, Oxnard, the, the, t- the town over, but yeah. Close enough. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't mind that. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I wish there was like a vehicle damage. I wish, wish like when um, 
you get ticketed like the, you have to pull over and stuff like that like just you should have more. to fix your tires I mean, yeah even that it's like I, if it's a simulation bring more of like real life into it you you want too much of that i feel like that they're trying to eliminate the nu- the nuisance of being a truck driver they want to make it more fun I, if you had to do all that shit that's just like i don't know then just, well, just play like a truck game you know, I don't know it's, like called a truck it's called simulation I want, yeah i want to simulate the point of the simulation easy, is to easy drive truck it though. driver game no the simulation of a truck driver game is is everything so you need them to add an ultra hard mode is what it sounds like sure i don't know (laughs) but see look look at the go go back to the goose game i think they hit the nail on the head with that one that's not even a simulation but yeah Uh, (laughs) but yeah that's why i always stayed away from like simulation games because they always look janky as fuck yeah Um, but uh, you're enjoying it though yeah i'm enjoying it but i wish there was more uh, especially when you're trying to back up your trailer yeah, I mean that's, that's fun. That's like that's I felt like I in. felt like a truck driver that didn't know how to drive a truck, uh, <laughs> and I want more Jack of that. Want, all over the place. Yeah, I want more oh. of that. But that was, was that was awesome. fun to watch. Yeah. Getting stuck on signs. Yeah. Even though in reality you should just be able to run it over. Those those signs you can knock down. Trying to find um, all the toilet the paper at Wally World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, then Joey, uh, you're you've been having some issues with cod recently. I'm interested to hear that. Oh, uh, yeah, just like small issues over the weekend where so they ran a uh, free multiplayer weekend for uh, Warzone players. Um, And I don't know if it was that or or just that there was a ton of people online over the weekend or maybe a combination of both. But the servers were just like not working very well. Wait, what do you mean by free? Warzone is free, right? Right, so Warzone's free, but multiplayer's not free for those oh, players. Oh, Call of Duty multiplayer. Yeah, like yeah, Modern Warfare. They opened up for yes. free. Okay, you said yeah. a so, Warzone multiplayer, so right. I got confused. Um, so, yeah, it was just like, it about like, I felt like 50% of my matches just wouldn't give me experience or battle pass experience or weapon experience. Um, and they're running like double EXP right now. So it's like... It really like, glitched no. out. Yeah, it's 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 just like this is a triple A game, and it's the end of the season, and it just feels bad to get like screwed over on a bunch of experience. Like I had I had to play a lot more to get my battle pass to a hundred than I should have because of these like experience issues um i wouldn't even have noticed like i probably wasn't i was probably having the same issues but i wasn't noticing it yeah the xp i didn't notice but i did notice the queue you had to like queue to line to to log on that was yeah so that's that too Uh, yeah yeah there were like server queues and some people were getting cues as long as like 20 minutes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's so insane. <laughs> and it's stupid to me because like, guess what? It's causing that clog. The Warzone people that are playing for free. Why am I, when I played paid a exactly. premium, getting yeah. hurt for this? Mm-hmm. It should automatically yeah. kick the people that own Modern Warfare into the game. And the queue should be only for people that are playing free on Warzone. Well, yeah, isn't Warzone... there are a lot of complaining about Warzone has a battle pass too, right? It does. Warzone has the same battle pass. Okay. It's the same battle so pass. So they're still buying in as well. Some people are. 
I mean, a lot. I guess. Well, yeah, not it doesn't matter to me, John or PJ, but right. it matters to the people who, right. are, who actually pay. Yeah, but I we did pay sixty dollars for modern warfare allegedly yeah. so in that so, case yeah we should have separate assets and right. terms of server hosting yeah. right so anyone that that's what i'm saying anyone because it's a separate client if you were logging in from warzone specifically anyone that's lo- uh, loading in from the warzone client specifically needs to be put a second priority no offense to everyone that's playing that that's cool i have i didn't buy the game i'd be doing the same thing I like no one that bought the game should be punished for that. It's probably just bad people. Timing too. It is, yeah. and it's just poor coordination on Activision's part. I'm not fully blaming them for that, but like the next time that they do something like this, it should definitely be well thought out. Where the people that are yeah. their premium customers that already paid for everything are being treated properly because you have, pre- have they definitely have the data to do it right. Oh, yeah. So there's no reason for them to have made that mistake, honestly. No, they, they I mean, but they do it every single Call of Duty game, game too. Yeah. Every single Call of Duty game that gets released has issues day one. The servers crash. Why? They're on Call of Duty, what, nine now? That's not realistic. It shouldn't be. It's just like, why? How do you not know your server stress points by this point? Uh, if you every single year you expect 14 million people day one. I don't yeah. understand it. I really but don't. In the end, to me, it's just a game. So, yeah. And just it, a if, game. If, the, if the game doesn't work for me, then they're, I'm not giving them the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was finding where I would, like, play a couple of matches and not get experience and be like, okay, well, the servers are not good right yeah. now. I'm going to go play something else for a little bit. And, and on top of that... Process. And yeah, exactly. A much more peaceful game. But on top of that, um, that kind of question that puts that question up in your mind. If they're going to do this again, should I do the battle pass again next season? So you're, you'll be thinking about that. And a lot of other people will, too. Right. Give me quality yeah. service or else or, I'm going to give you my money. Yeah. And like the the like deeper conspiracy, which I don't actually think is the case, but like there were definitely people going like, oh, yeah, they gave us double XP, but then put in this bug intentionally so that you wouldn't actually get the double XP to incentivize battle pass rank sales. I don't know. I think that's a little over the top, but that's just me, I guess. I think think it's more likely that it's just the servers were overloaded over the weekend. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, with that, I understand. Like they didn't anticipate a huge jump. What they should have done is granted double EXP for battle pass holders early, early access, and then double XP for the weekend for everyone at the same time. I can agree with that too. It just happened that like. But I'm not. I'm not even talking about Battle Pass XP. specifically. I'm talking about modern right. warfare it, holders. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, because that's sixty bucks. Well, well, no, it doesn't matter. I've been playing this game for eight eight months almost. Like, it doesn't matter. Sixty bucks. Oh, one weekend of double exp. I'm missing out on. Hey, I don't PG, care. I mean, Derek, I want to get my money's worth. Gosh. Uh, Battle Pass. Well, that's what know. matters because they're paying for a subscription. So. 
That's true. I mean, I see like, it both ways. Uh, honestly, I don't care because I'm not invested. I already paid my 60 bucks. I'm never going to get Battle Pass. You can't take that money from me. And Blizzard but Activision for the people care. who are. Garrick's taking a stand right well, now. Blizzard Activision, come at him. Pay, the people who are paying for Battle Pass should get a little more incentive as opposed to, oh, let's group all these people that doesn't have Battle Pass and um, overload the servers as well instead of rewarding them by giving them early access to EXP, double AXP. Yeah. Like, Activision doesn't care because you Think already gave them the money and uh, people exactly. are going to keep paying for the battle passes. That's yeah, and it's, it's too late to, like, they can't, like, extend double EXP or anything because it's at the very tail end of the season. Like, season three starts tomorrow. Right. So More news on know, that next it, week, guys. Right. The only thing that they could really do is um, give everybody like free battle pass levels so, at the very end. And I don't, I don't like, there's no time effectively. Like, there's not so, really any time for them to do anything for anybody in regard late, yeah. to this battle pass in this season. So, Joey, I need to understand coming from someone who doesn't like spending money, why do you get the battle pass and is it worth it? I get the battle pass because. You spend $10 on the first battle pass and you get way more than $10 worth of cosmetics and stuff. And if you level the battle pass all the way up, you get enough in-game currency to get the next battle pass. Right. So it's a one-time $10 fee for a ton of content. Okay, I understand why people are angry now. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh my god, you sound but, angry. But <laughs> Fighting for the little man. But I have no I have no um it's just cosmetics. Like I don't, yeah, I don't care. I, uh, yeah, if you're not a cosmetic buyer, it's not gonna pertain to you. Well, but yeah, it's not only that, but like think about like think about if you just bought the game, right? And you're you're not level 50 yet. So you're still going up the like level up ladder, or you're still trying to like unlock new weapons and equipment and stuff. And now, like your games aren't counting for XP. Yeah, so that's can't shitty. level up. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, like how long is the season? Three months. Uh, yeah, about three, Just three about. and a half months. Is that, usually. is that out of out of reach to not be able to do the battle pass without double XP weekends? Oh no! Well, no, not people if you definitely play moderately well. Or that's the thing. It's like. I have people on my friends list who will have the battle pass maxed out um, halfway through the season. Yeah. So is this a case of just looking for someone to looking to blame Activision because of uh, one's own procrastination? It's more like just being like lightweight frustrated because they're uh, you have the WLXP, but you're not getting it. And it's not even really as much about the WXP as it is like no EXP in general. Like even if there wasn't uh-huh. EXP happening, like WXP happening, it would still be frustrating that like you're not getting weapon EXP. So you're not getting attachments for your guns or or even worse, like what we were talking about with the server, like you can't even get on. Right. And it's just yeah, it's, some, it's reasonable expectations of what you think the game's going to do. And it's not there. It's not just like, oh, it's not working and it's an event. It's the game's not doing what it's intended to do and what it's always done. So, I don't know. Funky, but 
<laughs> Gary's getting a little heated about well, it. Presumably, it's fine like, now too. I'm trying to play. <laughs> I'm trying to play both sides of the spectrum. Coming like Joey's end of it, and then my end of it, where I honestly don't care. I'm just doing it for the podcast. But yeah, I, so here's the thing: like, if okay, let's say over the weekend, Garrick, you were like, "Oh man, I really want to play." Okay, no, no, no. Here, okay, Garrick. Okay, you. You give me to... give me a scenario. Make me okay, feel bad here. about this. I got you on this. One. I got you. <laughs> you try to get gold and platinum camos for your weapons. I don't care. Oh, you don't care? I thought you no. did that. It's not gonna uh, work. That only has care. a seven twenty five. That's the only gun yes. he cares about. And okay, so no, no, no. That's all this. that matters. Your guns, <laughs> your M four and seven twenty five, just stop working. You can't select them in game. Uh, I'll use the growl. Like. The guns that you like stop working. Period. I mean, you can't use them. They just don't I, do damage. Okay. Hey, like I've been the whole theme of this podcast, no. just Derek, like imagine coronavirus. If you, imagine if it's opening really up opera, opportunities for me to do other things. I'm gonna. Yeah, he's away. on that shotgun for too long. Make, well, get rid of that. I know. Like I see guys, on no, no, Six thousand kills. No, PJ, you got it wrong. I have like twelve thousand kills on that. He needs to stop. <laughs> I know. I, I, Hashtag <laughs> stop Garrick I, from the seven twenty five. It's not allowed. Michael Jordan in that infomercial. Please stop. You, help. <laughs> you need help. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels it's, like. It's fun. I enjoy like mowing people down with the seven twenty five. Can't blame me. Okay. Fair enough, it, but it feels like it's not going to change anything, Joey. So I understand your frustration. Let's all agree to disagree. <laughs> Garrett, what are your thoughts on Mountain honestly, Blade Two? Honestly, That's what I want at this point. Oh, no, go on. We didn't no. get any. <laughs> I don't care. Move on. No, I want to stay. It was the a whole beating around the bush. I don't care anymore? Nothing. Is Activision going to listen to us? No. No. Who cares? Of course not. They haven't listened to about the big people guys. that matter. I'm just. Airing my complaints. Yeah. It's fine. The funny thing is, I like I your to, complaints. They're agreeable. Like, I just want to understand more into the person who's willing to pay for yeah, a game that they already too. bought. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But it's cosmetic shit. Yeah, like, that's so why I don't. People I don't like that. Cosmetics. If you okay, so look, look at it this way: yes, every dollar <laughs> is an hour of worth. <laughs> Right, so you spent sixty dollars in the game. Let's just say hypothetically, some people go down and say whatever. So you spent sixty hours in the game Wait, already. Hold on, hold on. Why don't we complain that we paid sixty dollars and we don't have the cosmetics in the game already? That's what we. Should you know what? About. Exactly. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's fine. fine. So, that's fair. John. Whatever. No, the problem there is I I hear that argument constantly, and the reality is, a sixty dollar product in the past wouldn't have had all those cosmetics. It would have been relatively bare bones. Halo Three has that was like what, full of cos- helmets. Uh, was it? I don't know. It felt like a lot. Well, yeah. Also, Th- okay. that's the thing. There's also this concept like people remember games as being way bigger and having more than they actually did. They yeah, they weren't at that time. Okay. They were huge. Okay, you must weren't. realize that the cost of developing a game has gone up drastically, which is why. Um, a $60 this is something we should talk about uh probably next podcast or like sh- people have been asking should uh the price go up on uh that $60 paywall uh because it costs so much to make triple a games these days so, well not only, not not only that but not only that but games haven't adjusted with inflation 
right? Like back no. in the nineties, an N sixty four game still, was sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Exactly. So, well, I, I definitely like want to talk about that. Halo, more. Halo three had five hundred or uh, five thousand six hundred thirty two different armor possibilities. Yeah, and they were all polygons. What's your point? Yeah, like, so all the games are maybe let's, let's, no, let's but they were like the, bad polygons. Realistically, John, that sounds like a big number, but it's actually not. Uh, it's it's eight eight armor pieces per cat category. So helmets, um, shoulder, chests, and uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the new many, Halos do that. Think there about too. how many operators are in the base game, uh, and how I many in the color know. combinations for the operators. It seems and, like there's like like few. what I'm saying is that there's a comparable amount of base game cosmetic shit in modern warfare as there is in like call or halo or like yeah. any well, of those thing, games from the past to counter that for call of duty all of those are reused oh, assets i feel like yeah. we need to cut call of duty out of this podcast it's been a <laughs> no, 40 no, no, minute no. conversation no, what happen Re- reuse access from a where whole podcast to paywalls no. uh battle passes subscriptions and, okay, we can talk uh, about that. Like <laughs> next podcast, we're gonna. Do we'll talk about more Everything of that next podcast. Let's move on. Let's move For God's sake, can Garrett please talk about Mountain Blade Two now? What is it? What is well, this? I will pay you Call to Duty, stop. Guys. <laughs> Call of Duty and Coronavirus. Here's the deal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, so Garrick's thoughts on Mountain Blade Two. So I put. Um, so last week I did mention that I just barely got that game. It's uh, pretty fun. I spent about 40 hours playing this game. Yeah, and ignoring it's, us. It's freaking early access. And what I mean by that is it's clunky as hell. Um, but know. the functionality of the basic gameplay where where you're fighting other armies, you're creating your own army, you're, you're, um, you're, you're, you're creating your army in terms of how you want to play your 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 your, your uh, play style so you could be an archer with a bunch of other horse archers you can have a conventional army and stuff however you want to approach it and you can uh, fight for other kingdoms you can create your own kingdom but up to a certain point the kind of development starts breaking down because it's way way early access so the storyline is not recommended in my opinion to continue on but as far as running a bunch of armies and just taking over the whole kingdom that's something you could do right now if you want to grab a banner lord but if you want a whole fleshed out complete game i would just recommend going back to warband uh the predecessor to this which is an eight-year-old version Uh, but other than that i've been enjoying it i'll probably be playing much more and i'm excited to see um what other features are going to be added uh, to flesh out what they have already it's a great like game you're gonna do virtual uh uh isolation too again we just didn't we didn't even hear from this fool for two days thought he was dead well, well i needed a break from you guys okay oh I, I needed to play my games that i've been trying to play for a while <laughs> instead of minecraft it's so much fun and though CFT and so call fun. of duty all the time i can't always play the same three games TFT. I don't know it's um, fun, but like I just need to I need to spread my wings a little bit. He needs a self isolation. 
Um, okay, and then the final question or the discussion is, what are our thoughts on Jackbox 6 and 4 and then uh, Drawful? Because we've been playing that a lot on stream as our closing, like, relaxation stuff. And this is a little bit of everyone. Joey hasn't quite been involved with it yet, but uh, all the rest of us have played a few. So what's your favorite game out of all of those, uh, both boxes? And then um, what's your oh, opinions oh on it? I can't remember what's in each box. Um, I, for the purposes of the stream, I feel like Jackbox uh, Party 6 is more functional for us. Right. But for the purposes, uh, because it involves more of the audience, um, audience participation. But as far as Jackbox Party 4, I really like the games when it's just like us. Like, I don't mind playing it on stream as well. It's really, really fun. I enjoy number four, but I feel like it's less so audience involved where they can really influence um, the gameplay or who wins that round. I can understand that, too. I, I did like the Internet game on four. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, survive the Internet survive the internet that i'd say that's the one that stands out the most to me because it felt a little bit more like quiplash which quiplash mm -hmm. is my bread and butter on those games um and for anyone that's interested murder party 2 does hold true to the original murder party and it's a fantastic game they did add uh new mini games in there so it is slightly different but the essence of it is and it's funny there. it's still yeah. funny um, the, the the prompts uh really get us like we we've been playing playing that game a few times already and we haven't really gotten in, uh the same prompt so they have a big library yeah and also the li that those questions always get you there you don't know if they're trick questions or they're just so simple that you don't want to press the obvious prompt uh answer right my gripe with the joke boat though on uh six so only thing I will say is that the the prompts or the setups for the jokes are all the same every time. I and I wish yeah. that yeah, it's a small it, it'd fix um, that options. or add more or allow you to create your own setup. But that's the only gripe that I have on it. Uh, I I have to add to that. I agree uh, about that. But also my gripe about joke boat is realizing funny. that we're not funny yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no it makes, <laughs> exactly. it makes you feel like a piece of shit when you realize that you are not jerry seinfeld you, you realize that being a comedian stand-up comedian is an actual profession yeah, yeah you you're definitely uh you look at that and you're like wow Spot that's on. that is crazy uh and then john what's your favorite um i'm not sure i, I like the alien one but i do I, when we get out of this, push the um, button. Yeah, the quarantine. I want to play that like mm -hmm. together because that's a game you you can. When we did it on stream, you can easily hide behind you know well, your computer okay. screen, and just not talk. You know. So, mm -hmm. well, so that's um, so to counter that, there's some streamers oh, that I used to watch, and they originally tried to do it on um, in the same room while streaming. And they didn't really like that because people could kind of cheat and look at the screen uh, unintentionally. Uh, so I guess there's different preferences to it, but I don't mind. I don't mind not uh, not being in the same room playing push the button. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I actually was able to figure out two out of three of you. So I mean, yeah, it's not impossible. I, I think it's a, it's a different, um, just a different experience that I would like to uh, play. True. 
Yeah, yeah I don't mind. I'm I'd not like saying that one's superior, but that's something I would like to do together. Right. In the same room. And then, um, babe, what was what's your favorite out of the grouping of them? Oh, I really like that texting one that we played. <laughs> dating one? Or? Oh, yeah, that one was uh, really funny. Monster, monster dating, dating or something? Yeah. Um, I get it. Yeah, I like that, that one, one was really funny. It took me Even so though, long yeah, I had to no idea. Out Even though you rejected me every single time, you didn't respond to me. <laughs> no, I gave up after the third round of trying. I feel like you. I feel like Sarah already knew how to play the game because yeah. that's why she was rejecting you. <laughs> no, I know. It just made me feel bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hashtag rejected. Uh, Joey, if you were to play with us, what one would you be interested in? If you know any of the names, what? <laughs> Um, I actually don't really know any of them. The stand-up comedian one, where you, you like read each other's jokes and stuff, that one, that one looks kind of funny. Boat. Yeah, you definitely no, that have joke to boat? join us. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. you always eat out of here whenever we, like, we say, hard. it's time for Jackbox. Yeah. Okay, see you guys. Brother stuff. We'll try to do it early. Yeah, all right. That's what they always say. We can do it early. Um, you just don't want to realize how funny you are. Or not but- funny exactly okay yeah, guys crushing depression from realizing that i'm horribly <laughs> unfunny oh yeah no i cried that night i know <laughs> yeah, i cried myself to sleep it's very loud a reality check guys uh so the last segment or last portion here why should we or why should they we're actually gonna do a why should we we're gonna play totally reliable delivery service we don't really have to talk ourselves into it this time we already got the game for free on uh, epic games it looks very slapsticky funny uh chaotic interesting so we're gonna try that out on one of the next streams um so yeah that we'll report into you guys next week and let you know and what, what i and think what is it. that stream huh what one what stream? The yeah, stream. What's the name? Oh, of the cameraman stream? John stream. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Do, 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 do. Stream you, John? Oh, jeez. If you. Oh, uh, wait. Me scream? Oh, stream. Yeah, I stream. Oh, stream. I think he scream. As an ah uh, uh, stream. Yeah, I do. Stream. 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 Uh, check us. Check us out on uh, TwitchTV.com slash. Yeah, wait, no, all Twitch of, all dot TV slash cameraman John oh, dot com slash sorry. forward backslash. Go on. I messed up your plug. <laughs> Do you want to try it again? No, nah, I'm good. I think I think okay. I we're good. Um, so, oh, if you want to play Jackbox with us, okay. you know, let's hit us up there. Please, please do. Yeah. Joe, you want to yeah. close us out? No, but Garrett, but, but Garrett. Um, yeah. Oh, sure. So close. thank uh, you. Play me off, Johnny. Oh, I thought Garrett had something yeah. else to say. Whoops. No. Oh, oh you have something else to say, Garrett? Um, oh. It's cameraman John and friends. So pretty much everyone you see or hear here, here. plus You're here. A few more other people yeah. <laughs> uh, step into the stream, and uh, we just like to play games together. Good hang out with all of us. Yeah, come join yes. chat. We have if a great you, chat. If you like <laughs> ASMR. PJ eating apples. Oh, yeah. Every night. <laughs> all right, play us off, Joey. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been our podcast. It's been the eighth, eighth episode of the Fat Peace Podcast. Fat Peeping. Yeah, yeah, crazy, right? Time flies. I know, when coronavirus. Um, yeah. Wait, demonetize. So, thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys all next time. Thanks, bye. Bye! bye. bye. Play me off, Timmy! <laughs> <laughs>